0: Hello, and welcome to episode 92 of Your New Puppies podcast. I'm Debbie, and today I want to talk about why we don't punish potty accidents. Now, if you listen to me, you know that in general, I minimize punishments and I favor reward-based training. But this is still a question I get around potty training and potty accidents because, well, I think it's for a couple reasons. One, it's just a very common place. It's a very standard place, old school training that we used to, you know, punish our puppy when we found an accident. From rubbing their nose in it, to just yelling at them, to even rolling up a newspaper and hitting them with it. So maybe when you had a puppy when you were younger, or your parents or grandparents are giving you advice, that's what how we used to potty train puppies. But now we know better. In fact, most of the time when I get this question, it's, all right, I know I'm not supposed to punish accidents, but why? And what am I supposed to do instead? Now, the second part of that question, I do answer all the way back in episode 10 under my complete guide to the potty training process. And I'll go over what we're supposed to do in this one just to make sure we're all on the same page. But here, I want to answer the question, why we don't we punish accidents? Because... If you follow me, you know I'm always going to take the opportunity to teach you the why behind what we do, especially with something like potty training, because the other reason why I think this comes up a lot is because it can be a very overwhelming process that wears on our patients. We don't want this in our house, hence why we are potty training our dog in the first place. And while we're dealing with potty training, we're dealing with all of the puppy stuff. So we it's very easy to get overwhelmed. It happens to all of us. And because we're human, our initial reaction is probably going to be negative, especially if it's the third or fourth accident of the day and you can't figure out what's happening. So if we know why we're doing what we do, why we don't punish them, why most of the time we're just cleaning the accident up and moving on it's going to be easier to override that initial response. Now, don't get me wrong. You're allowed to get frustrated. You are allowed to lose your patience with potty training because it's a it can be an intense process, but we don't want to take it out on our puppy. And that's exactly what I'm going to go over here, why we don't. And the other reason why I wanted to do this episode is because, you know, there's a bunch of reasons why we don't punish potty accidents, and I'm going to go over all of them. And some of them have to do specifically with potty training, but most of them are related to why why we don't punish our dogs in general. So I thought it would be helpful and important to talk about. So first, let's define what I mean by punishment, okay? It can be anything that any kind of reaction that is designed to make our puppies uncomfortable. That we're doing it on purpose to make our puppies uncomfortable. Any kind of fear or intimidation. It could be anything from yelling at, making loud sna- sounds, uh, spraying with water, um, you know, to, to being physical with them. If we are intentionally making our dogs uncomfortable or unhappy, that is a punishment. Sometimes it happens by accident. And of course, again, we're human. We Sometimes we don't know. But if we're doing it intentionally on a regular bas- basis, that's what I consider punishment. Okay, so let's quickly review what we are supposed to do because then we can talk about why we're doing it that way and not another way. So there's two situations you find yourself in. You can either just find the accident, find the puddle or the pile, or you catch them in the act. So when you find it, there's nothing you can do. Your puppy is not involved at all. You clean it up. And you figure out why. Why did it happen? Were we not supervising? Um, did we wait too long to take them out? Did they eat or drink when we weren't looking so we didn't know? Are they sick? Whatever it is. And then we figure that out, which is the most important thing to do with accidents. Because learn taking a moment to learn from an accident prevents future ones because then you can make it adjustments and move on. Now, if you catch them in the act, what you want to do is interrupt them, okay? So maybe it's clapping your hands a little bit, going, ah, 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 scooping them up and getting them outside, okay? So we're allowed to tell our dogs no, but it's how we do it and how we follow it up. We, we're we interrupting and then we're getting them outside, I get resistance with this because I always say, I don't care if you're not wearing shoes or a jacket or if it's cold out or if your dog is still going to the bathroom because in that moment is the most powerful place and really the only place that we can teach our puppies, no, no, not here, out here, okay? And that brings me to my first reason is that timing is everything. Our puppies, our dogs are so present-minded, the only way to teach them to do something or not to do something is catch them in the act, okay? And when it's something we don't want, it's an interrupt and redirect. No, not this. Yes, this, okay? Because if we do it after the fact, so this relates to if we find the accident, they're not going to make the right connection, And all we're going to end up doing is confusing and scaring them. And maybe they're going to make the connection to the wrong thing, which isn't helpful either. Now, you might be saying, okay, Deb, what about when you catch them in the act? Can't you tell them what they're doing is wrong when you see them doing it? And that brings me to my second reason why we don't punish is that interruption, that like, you know, being like, "Ah, ah, ah, no, 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 scooping them up. That is telling them what they're doing is wrong. We don't need to punish them or make them intentionally uncomfortable to teach them that because dogs learn so much better when they are told what to do instead of just what not to do. That's also why we take our dogs outside all the time and reward them when they do go to the bathroom outside, even if it's just a good potty, yay, and then we get to play a little bit. When none of that happens inside, even if they have an accident we don't catch, nobody's celebrating with them. Because also think of it this way, say they have an accident and they do make the connection of the punishment with the accident, which I wasn't supposed to go to the bathroom here. But what connection are they making? Is it, I'm not supposed to go to the bathroom in the living room? Okay, next time I'm going to go in the kitchen. I'm not supposed to go on the rug? Okay, next time I'll go on the tiles. Or most likely and most common, okay, I'm not supposed to go to the bathroom in front of you, I'm going to hide next time. When... The straight line to teaching them, go to the bathroom outside, is to interrupt and redirect, is to be like, not here, out here. It's the straight line to teaching them what to do instead of what not to do, because there are so many different connections that they can make. Now, are we a 100% sure that they're making the right connection with the general outside? No, but... Isn't it better for them to make a good connection with the wrong thing than a bad connection with the wrong thing? That is in general why I discourage any kind of punishment methods. The other way I get this question is they keep having accidents and they know what they're doing is wrong. They know they're supposed to go outside. And this brings me to the third and most important reason in my book why we don't punish accidents is that no, your puppy doesn't know it's wrong. Because in our culture, our dogs go outside. But that is part of our culture. That is part of our requirement for having dogs. And it's so ingrained into dog ownership that we forget that it's our expectation that we have put on dogs, not a natural instinct for dogs. Okay, there's nothing in a dog's nature that says once you're surrounded by four walls and a ceiling, you're not allowed to go to the bathroom. Now, there is a little bit where they don't want to go in their sleeping area, and that's why we use a crate, but it has to be as small as a crate, not your whole house. And that's why every single puppy that comes into a family needs to be taught where to go to the bathroom because it's not a natural instinct for them. And that's the main thing I want you to remember, especially in those moments when we've lost all patience, is they don't know what they're doing is wrong. And I want you to think about any time that you have been punished, yelled at, disciplined, whatever, for something that you did that you didn't even know was wrong. Like, how did that feel? Especially if you were a child. You know, it could have been a parent, a teacher, a boss, whoever it is. It doesn't feel very good. And if that person did it on a regular basis, it's going to start to erode any trust that you have with them. And this is the time, because I'm assuming if you're potty training, that they're very young. So also keep in mind that this is a being that's only been on earth for a couple months. This is the time when you're building that trust. You're building that bond. That you're building that feeling of safety that you want your dog to feel with you. So we want to avoid punishing them for an action that they don't even understand is wrong. Now, this is one place where sometimes it comes up, well, I think they're doing it out of spite. They know it's wrong, but I think they're being spiteful. Now, in general, our dogs are not as spiteful as we might think or it might feel. But even even if we say, assume, okay, fine, they're being spiteful, the only way they would know that that action upsets you is because of the way you react to it. So it still comes down to that. You know, they wouldn't have an accident to get a rise out of you, to upset you, to make you mad, if they didn't know it made you mad. That's all I have for you today. If you are having trouble with potty training, I do have a couple episodes for you that you're gonna wanna check out. Of course, number 10, which is my complete guide to the potty training process, also one of my most popular episodes, there's even a free download that you can request that gives you a PDF that you can print out and have. Um, There's also episode 39, which is the most common potty accidents. Sometimes it's just nice to know that you're not alone. And number 79 is specifically for you if you are still struggling with potty training. If it's been maybe a couple months and there's still accidents I talk about the first three things that I look at with my clients if they're still struggling. I'm going to link to all of those in the show notes or you can find them wherever, wherever you listen. Again, that's number 10, number 39, and number 79. And if you were enjoying this podcast, you can rate and review it wherever you listen. That helps other puppy owners find the podcast. And if you would like to continue training with me I have virtual sessions. I have digital products, so you can train with me from anywhere. I also have in-person sessions if you are in the North Jersey area. You can find all of that information on my website, playtimepause.com. Just click on work with me, and you can see your options. Otherwise, I'll see you back here next time. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now.